Hello, welcome back to Big Lezzers League. In this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the players that I think are going to improve in 2024. Obviously, these players include some that had a you know, a bit of an average end to 2023, or just some that I think can go to that next level, that had a good year, that can go to that next level. I've got one player from every team. Uh, for two of those teams, I've got two players, but for every other team, it is one player that I think can go to that next level. We'll start off with the Melbourne Storm. Uh, the one of the one of the most obvious players in this list that I think can go to the next level is Cameron Munster. I think that he had a really average end to 2023. I think that he can definitely take his footy to the next level. He was very quiet in that Origin series as well, and I think the dip in form sort of happened from then. And it was very quiet towards the back end of the year. Jerome Hughes was doing a lot of work in that Melbourne side. I think that he really needs to stand up and take his footy to the next level along with Jerome Hughes. They've got a really poor forward pack, a really, I'd say thin, not poor, but thin forward pack going into 2024. Uh, The halves really do need to stand up and that includes uh, Cameron Munster. He really needs to stand up for this side. I think that, He is going to improve for sure going into 2024. And he needs to if the Melbourne Storm are going to be a top eight side. If, you know, Cameron Munster is a bit quiet going into 2024 and, you know, there's not much momentum happening with the forward pack that they've got at the moment, you know, they really could see a massive dip as a whole, as a team, uh, as the Melbourne Storm and really drop off in 2024, which would be unheard of, absolutely unheard of. Uh, So Cameron Munster for me is one that needs to improve in 2024. Uh, For the Penrith Panthers, I've got Paul Alamotti. I think that Paul Alamotti can definitely improve in 2024, um, depending on whether he plays that front row role that people are rumoring him to play uh, in replacement of Spencer Lanyu. I think he'll play more of an edge back rower role than a front row role, but you know, having a similar impact to a Spencer Lanyu is what people are saying that he is going to do off the bench. Um, I'd rather him at centre personally in this side. They are lacking a centre. They are trying to do a makeshift centre uh, as far as I'm concerned with Talon May. They're going to make him a makeshift centre and chuck him in there. Haven't seen much of him at centre and haven't seen much of him in a while. Obviously, he's had that ACL injury as well. I just don't know if he's a centre. I think he's a great winger, Talon May. Don't know if he's a centre. I know he's put a ton of size on and they might have to chuck him at centre. Maybe he's lost a little bit of speed. Uh, but I do think that Paul Alamotti would be a great center option for this Penrith side. But no matter where he plays, whether it is in the back row or at center, I think that Paul Alamotti is going to improve. You just assume that new guys coming into this Penrith system are going to improve. I think that Paul Alamotti is going to be one of those guys that goes up from one to a thousand very, very quickly uh, and has a really strong year no matter where he is in this team. Um, For the New Zealand Warriors, I've got Luke Metcalf. Very unlucky with injury throughout the year. I think that a full year at six could do him good. I think that he is the six moving forward for them. Whether the seven is Chanel Harris-Tavita or Tamale Martin for the last few years of his career, you know, they're going to have to make that decision very soon. Uh, Obviously, it is Sean Johnson's or rumored to be Sean Johnson's last year. So they're going to have to make this decision soon of who their seven is going to be. But what we do know 
is that Luke Metcalf is going to be that option at six for sure. For me, at least, I think that Luke Metcalf is the option at six. You know, when we looked at some of the halves that came in for the Warriors this year, Luke Metcalf was the best. Is that a bit unfair on Tamale Martin because he was injured for most of the year? I don't know, but uh, Luke Metcalf for me is the option at six for the Warriors. Uh, for the Broncos, I've got Reese Walsh. Uh, you know, he's a guy that always wants the ball in his hands, a great competitor, and sometimes that cost the Broncos a few errors just because he's just so raw and such a raw competitor. I feel like if we get the best of both worlds with Reese Walsh, where he always wants the ball in his hands and it's more, he has much more of a success rate when he gets involved, when he gets his ball in, in his hands. And there's a few less errors um, from Reese Walsh. I think that he can go to another ceiling and really improve a shit ton. Uh, such a creative player, such an instinctive player, and such a raw, talented competitor. Um, I think that Reese Walsh can really go to the next level. If we see the the errors just drop off a little bit. Um, when he does get the ball in his hands, if we get the best of both worlds, as I said before, uh, he is going to be an absolute weapon and he's going to go to another level, Reese Walsh. Uh, for the Newcastle Knights, I've got Tyson Gamble. A full year for him at six for me with Kalen uh, Ponga combining with Kalen Ponga. I think could be massive for Tyson Gamble. Uh, such a competitor as well. We talk about competitors in our game. Uh, Tyson Gamble, definitely one of those. Uh, he had a really decent back end of the year for me. Complimented Jackson Hastings really, really well at six. I think that he can do a really good job in 2024. And build a really successful combination with Kalen Ponga. I think he can go to that next level too, Tyson Gamble. I think he's one of those guys that has another ceiling we just haven't seen yet. Uh, so Tyson Gamble for me, for the Knights, is someone who I think we, is going to improve in 2024. Uh, for the Raiders, I've got two players here. The first one is KO Weeks. Uh, he has obviously pretty much gone from a utility to a first grade number six, or at least it's rumored that he will be the number six. Um, he really needs to go to another ceiling. Uh, a full year for him in first grade. At number six, Ricky Stewart just needs to give him that jersey, at least up until origin, uh, and he needs to prove that he owns the number six. It's going to be a big test. It really is. He's got a big body, very similar to Jack Whiten in some aspects. We've seen a lot of him at fullback. Uh, we've seen a lot of him at nine. We haven't seen much of him in the halves. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if he does play in the trials, how he does go in the number six jersey. I'm very keen to see what we get from KO Weeks. Uh, and I've also got Jamal Fogarty here. He's going to be the main half in this side now. And he said it himself. It's going to be a challenge for him to step up in this team, be a bit more vocal, and be that leader half in the side in that number seven jersey. He's going to have to go to that next level as well, Jamal Fogarty. I'm very keen to see how the Raiders do go with all the dramas they have in their spine at the moment. Uh, so Jamal Fogarty and KO Weeks, both the halves. Uh, for the Roosters, I've got two again. I've got Brandon Smith. A full year at nine and really learning his craft at hooker. Uh, he can play that role really well where he comes, he starts the game at nine and then moves into a middle role and they bring on a Sandon Smith or someone like that in the 14 jersey to play a bit of hooker. 
uh, but a full year for Brandon Smith, learning his craft at nine uh, and also really perfecting that role where he goes into the middle forwards as well, I think is going to be great. And building a combination in defense with Victor Radley is going to be crazy as well. Plus some of the other forwards that they have in there, Spencer Lanius, the Lindsay Collins and the Jared Maria Hargreaves, such a tough competitive forward pack. Uh, so Brandon Smith for me can improve. I think that Sam Walker at seven can improve as well. And we saw a hint of that as well at the back end of the 2023 season when he did come back from injury. He is said to have a massive, massive season and improve a shit ton. Um, so I am very keen to see how Sam Walker goes in 2024. But I really do think if he puts a little bit more weight on uh, and he really improves in this side as a seven, you know, doesn't go for the outlandish plays, those cutout passes. He keeps those to a minimum unless they're on. Um, I think that he can really improve and go to the next level and the next level and the next level and be one of the better halves the Roosters have had. Uh, He's got so much potential, Sam Walker. I would love to see him go to that next level in 2024. Uh, For the Cowboys, pretty simple one here. It's Tom Dearden. He's going to be the seven for this side after Chad Townsend, whether that's in 2025 or in 2026. Just sort of you know, getting a little bit more confident in this side. Um, you know, Chad Townsend does do most of the last tackle work. I'd love to see Tom Dearden take that over as well because he will uh, once Chad Townsend leaves or retires. Uh, but, you know, really uh, slowly becoming the senior half in this side, gaining a little bit more confidence, uh, being a little bit more vocal in this team as well, uh, and taking some of the kicking duties off Chad Townsend as well, sharing the load a little bit more, uh, I think would be nice from Tom Dearden, but his running game is spectacular. If he can take that to another level, he's going to be a scary thought to mark uh, as a number seven for any team going into 2024. Um, Nico Hines from the Cronulla Sharks, I think, is going to improve. Um, I feel like he improves slowly every year. Uh, he hasn't really had much help in the halves. I'm sort of starting to get convinced that he's a better six than he uh, is a seven. We haven't seen much of him at six, but I feel like if you just chuck someone at seven, like a Braden Trindle, just to run the side around and you just let Nico Hines play his footy, still on the right-hand side of the park, but you just let him play his footy, I think that Nico Hines could really go to that next level. And we've said that Nico Hines, you know, I, I'd prefer him to start the year at six and with Trindle at seven. Um, but look, it doesn't really matter what number is on your back. I'd love to see Trindle take a little bit more uh, of, a, of a role, steering the ship a little bit. And let Nico Hines just play his footy. Still let Nico Hines take this, the team around the park and organise the uh, organise the attack and organise the defence as well in that front line as the senior half. But, you know, let Braden Trindle take a little bit of pressure off him to allow him just to explode and play his footy. Um, because Nico Hines, I feel like he has a little bit of weight on his shoulders, feeling like he has to do everything in this team. Uh, we saw a lot of that in 2023. Uh, it was a lot of pressure on Nico Hines to perform. Um, I think that it would be a lot better if Trindle did take a little bit of pressure off Hines. If that does happen, I think Nico Hines is going to go to the next level. And I think that he's ready to take this side to very close to a premiership. They always have gone out early in the finals. For them to go and have a deep finals run, I think would be a massive achievement for the Sharkies. Um, Latrell Mitchell from the Rabbitohs. Now, again, another obvious one for me. Um, he really needs to improve, uh, have a really big preseason and get fit, get ready to go. 
attitude is something that I think he needs to sort out as well in this side. Realise that he is one of the senior players in this team. Realise that he's setting an example in this side uh, and really go out and perform to a very high clip. If he's going to be the fullback, he really needs to get involved a lot more. Uh, I would rather him at centre. Personally, I would rather him at centre. But if he's going to be a fullback in this side, he needs to just get a lot more involved, get a lot more involved in this team. Uh, pretty much in every set, he needs to get involved, whether that's a run and the first or second tackle of a set um, after a kick or whether, you know, it's following the ruck around like he should be as a fullback and just waiting for your side to get a lot of momentum. That clip up against, I think it was the, the Dolphins or the Tigers or someone, when they got momentum down the right-hand side and he was 40 metres back, that's just unacceptable as a, as a fullback. You need to get involved and you need to get involved consistently. And if he does that, if he gets a lot more involved as a fullback, I think that he could improve a shit ton if they put him back to centre and he doesn't have to get involved as much. I think he could also improve in that regard as well. So um, just depending on how he is used at the Rabbitohs next season, attitude for me is a big thing, but getting a lot more involved and being that senior player in this side for me, Latrell Mitchell could go to another level. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood at the Eels. People forget he pretty much came straight from reserve grade to first grade in one year, not even. In a preseason, he went from reserve grade to first grade. I think he did a pretty good job. They didn't have the best start to the year. Uh, the Parramatta Reels, they didn't really have the best end to the year either. Obviously, not making the top eight after being in the grand final the year before. It is unheard of. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jermaine Hopgood for me was a standout. He was pretty much in the team of the week every single week, uh, performing to a really high click. Jermaine Hopgood, I think he can go to another level, especially if this side starts winning more games. I think that he could really be something. Jermaine Hopgood, uh, one of the better lock forwards in this competition. He really reminds me of a Bradley Clyde or a Cameron Murray, just in the way that he plays. I think that he can go to the next level. I really do. I really do, Jermaine Hopgood. Um, for the Manly set. Eagles, again, another obvious one for me, coming to this new club um, and, you know, having a lot more pressure off his shoulders. I think Luke Brooks is going to improve a shit ton with DCE. DCE steers the ship and he plays that sixth role. I think Luke Brooks can do that perfectly. And look, I think he'd be very close to Dunley M6 of the year if he has a big year at Manly. If Tom Trevojevic is fit as well and, and this whole side is fit and firing, I think that Luke Brooks could have a massive, massive year in that number six jersey. And I think he could be one of the guys that, out of all the guys I've got in this list, improves the most. Luke Brooks, I've got him to improve a shit ton because, as we've said, at the West Tigers, it was Ashley Taylor syndrome. He was paid the big bucks and he had a lot of pressure on him to be the seven, to be uh, the player in that side. At the Manly Seagulls, it's not like that. He's not the player. The player is Tom Trevojevic. The player is Daly Cherry Evans. They have to handle the pressure. They have to control the side. He just sits back and plays off DCE. I think it is going to be a big year for uh, Luke Brooks. Uh, for the Tigers, Jaden Sullivan's the guy I've got to improve. I think that Jaden Sullivan is a guy we know has a lot of potential, but was held back a lot by uh, the St. George jersey. I think that being in this Tigers outfit, being next to an experienced half in Aiden Caesar, even though Aiden Caesar for me is more of a six, more of a running six, 
Um, I think that with the experience that Aiden Caesar brings, it's going to take a lot of pressure off Jaden Sullivan, uh, and he's going to play some great footy. I feel like he's going to really come into his own. At the Tigers, I'd imagine he gets first crack at six. I think Latu Finu comes in in a 14 role. I don't imagine that Latu Finu starts the year in first grade. I think it's better to slowly bring him into first grade uh, through a 14 jersey, and then maybe halfway through the year he gets a crack at six. But... Uh, for me, Jaden Sullivan starts the year, and I think he has a big year too. Jaden Sullivan, a massive, massive year. Um, and I think a big thing for the Tigers as well is not changing the spine around. They've got a completely new spine, uh, not changing this spine around at all. Uh, and, you know, keeping the spine the same right up until origin, a consistency in the lineup is going to be a big thing for the Tigers going into next year. Uh, Jaden Campbell for the Titans. If he gets first crack at fullback, he is going to improve for me. I think that he's one of those guys uh, that has a fuckload of potential. Uh, It depends how this Titans side is organized, whether he's a 14 or a 1. Either way, he improves, but I think he improves the most in that number 1 jersey. And AJ Brimson goes and plays a bit of center. I'd love to see that for the Gold Coast Titans, for uh, Jaden Campbell to improve through the roof. I think you need to put a little bit more weight on but even the size that he is now he's got such toughness and the way he moves his body around it is impossible to defend him uh Jaden Campbell can go to that next level for me for the Titans for the Dolphins I've got Sean O'Sullivan uh I'm a big fan of Sean O'Sullivan if you listen to this podcast you'd know how big of a fan of Sean O'Sullivan I am I think that he is in for a big year I think he's the seven for this side moving forward a lot of people would disagree a lot of people think they should go out and get another seven I think that Sean O'Sullivan's got a lot of potential he's been shopped around a lot uh he's put on a lot of weight since he's been at the Warriors and I think that uh, he's really learned his craft, and I saw a lot of that in the first few games of the year for the Dolphins, obviously before he had his pec injury. He was playing really good football, um, and I think that he is the option for them moving forward, and I think a full year in this side without injury would be the best for Sean O'Sullivan, and I think think he's going to go to that next level. If the Dolphins go to the next level, I think Sean O'Sullivan is going to go to the next level as well. With the side he's got this year as a half, you'd have to be excited about it. For the Bulldogs, I've got uh, Matt Burton. I feel like uh, a full year with a halfback like Toby Sexton who can steer the ship around. Uh, we saw that he can ha- that he has the ability, sorry, uh, to steer the ship around in the first and second game that he played for the Bulldogs. Uh, having a halfback that can steer the ship around and take a lot of pressure off Matt Burton, uh, having a full year of that is going to be so good for Burton and his development at six. Burton's still young, still very raw. I think that he can improve with a guy controlling the side in Toby Sexton and allow him just to play his football. Um, you know, a really tough guy that can take a ball, run off the ruck and just absolutely cause havoc with a left foot step of his. Um, you know, I'm really keen to see how uh, Matt Burton goes, but I do think he's going to improve. A full year with him at six is going to be magic. Uh, And then Kyle Flanagan for me for the Dragons. Um, Look, even if the Dragons don't go well, having a halfback like Ben Hunt steering the ship around and just allowing Kyle Flanagan to play his football, I feel like even if it's a minor amount, Kyle Flanagan's going to improve a little bit at six. They haven't got too many other options at six. He doesn't really have much competition going into the preseason for who's going to wear the six jumper. It's literally him. It's just him. Uh, he'd probably be the only one other than a few, uh, you know, development guys training at six. 
Um, so just being comfortable, getting used to having that six jersey to himself, uh, but also how, getting used to not having so much pressure on him in attack is going to be massive for Kyle Flanagan. He's a great defensive half. I'd love to see his attack just improve a shit ton. Uh, and I think that he's going to come with having an experienced halfback like Ben Hunt beside him, just allowing him to play his footy, Kyle Flanagan. I think even if it is a minor amount, he does improve. But there you go. That's every player that I think for each team is going to improve in 2024. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you later.